Hopscotch Podcast, Episode 17, Gorham, New Hampshire. Today, we are guests of Christina, we visit the summit of Mount Washington, and we try the proceeds of our New Hampshire tour so far. How soon until we're in Gorham? Well, there's Gorham Post Office, Gorham Pizzeria, Gorham General Store. Well, that will be Gorham, Maine. This is Gorham, New Hampshire. It is indeed, but I know the way from here. Christina, how are you? Oh, Rob, delighted you can make it up all this way. I'm awesome. Thank you. This is my friend, Dominic. Hmm, pleased to meet you, Christina. Good to meet you, too. Let's get you inside. Dominic, the bags? Right away, Gaffner. Wait, that doesn't sound like me. I wrote that thinking we could afford a chauffeur as a designated driver. We can't, so we both had to pull some double duty. But I thought this was an all-expenses-paid trip. That's why I can't afford the chauffeur. Mm, no expenses spared. <sighs> Fine. <clears throat> and they've already gone inside. This, as you can see, is the kitchen. Well-appointed and lovely views. Dining area. The bathroom. And the main bedroom. This really is excellent. I'll drop a booking link in the show notes. We're going to really enjoy it here. Thank you, Dominic. Cool. Thanks, Governor. Three shillings and a four-hole button. <laughs> I borrowed from an older script. Here today. Here and yesterday. I'm not even going to attempt to understand. So what's your plan for while you're here? Uh, tonight is a good night's sleep. Tomorrow morning is a trip up the auto road to the summit of Mount Washington. And then tomorrow afternoon we will relax with some burgers and beers. We have a hot pepper sauce from Hillary, the pepper princess, to try. I want to do that with some blue cheese. And I'm pairing the whole lot with some Litherman's Little Miss Strange. Listen to you, the culinary masterclass. When did you get so cultured? It was Stilton that did it. <laughs> Something like that at any rate. It certainly played a part. For whom the bell calls? Tolls? Not on that road. I'm sure we're talking at cross purposes. Yeah, not for the first time either. I'm sure not. Make sure you have a jacket or three for the top of Mount Washington. It can be lovely down here and biting cold up there. Well, Robert assures me he has it covered. Then I won't worry about it. All-wheel drive will be good for the way up, and rest your brakes on the way down. Christina. Sorry, Rob. It's just so nice to see you again. How long have you two known each other? As friends for about 20 years, but I knew Christina by reputation before that. And we worked together several times. You chaired a panel that I was included on. I got the whole imposter syndrome sitting there with the other people that were on the panel. Yeah, you did fine. Thanks. Uh, we've both come a long way since then. Uh, it was fun at the time, but I feel more rounded since. Well, you're definitely looking. I meant figuratively. Yep. <clears throat> so did I. Dominic. Anyway, moving on. Okay, well... Have fun tomorrow, you two. Thanks. 
I'm sure we will. I suggest we get settled for the night. Good morning, Dominic. Rise and shine. The kettle is on. I have bacon, eggs, and beans ready to go. Oh, is it day already? It is 6am and I let you sleep in. Sleep in? You are still a maniac. Hey, I've been up since five. Sat out back with a cup of tea and watched the morning develop. Weather looks good. Five? You have not disproved my point in the slightest. But you did mention tea. The pot is fresh. I'm at English number one. Delicious, Captain. I'll take them up. Good lad. I'll have it ready for you after your shower. Thank you very much. You look better. I feel better as well. Good. I got us uh, set up to eat outside. I wanted to get a view of Mount Washington while we ate. What's so special about this place, Rob? Well, for a start, you can get to the top in one of three ways. Hike, drive, or take a train on the Cog Railway. Gosh, there was an alarming twinkle on your eye when you said to drive. Be glad it wasn't when I said to hike. Ooh, you winced that time. The drive up, it is. How tall is it? I can tell you it stands a clear 6,288 feet above sea level. Hmm. Well, Mount Everest, by comparison, is 29,029 feet tall. And Mount Snowden, then in North Wales, is what? About 3,560-ish feet, thereabouts? There or thereabouts. I wonder how the Aptera would have done getting up Mount Washington. Probably very well. It would have been interesting to see how much energy it recouped from regenerative braking on the way back down. Um, Mount Washington's also noted for having the highest recorded wind speed. Do you know what a Mount Everest is? Oh, just a moment. Yeah, and I get called out on my use of Google. Yes, but I can't know until you've looked it up and scripted me the answer. Which is? 175 miles an hour, recorded on February 6, 2004. Can your Mount Washington beat that? Ooh, a little bit. Oh. With the highest recorded wind speed at any surface weather station. 231 miles per hour on April 12, 1934. Holy mackerel. Yep. And you want us to go up there? I do today. Finish up and we can load up. Oh, why the hurry? Well, to be honest, I'd like to be at the entry to the mountain road for a close to eight when it opens. It is forecast to be a mild day, but clouding a little later. And so the visibility will be excellent this morning. Oh, that makes sense. I... Best go and brush my gnashes then. I'll wash these up while you do that. Right. It's just past 8am and we've paid and are ready to leave. Rob, are we really going to drive up there? I mean, it's a lot more intimidating looking at it now. You were keen enough before. Yeah, but that was when this was just a scripted idea, not sitting at the actual base of the blooming mountain. Here we go.
Oh, it isn't so bad after all. We're still on the access road. Oh, sorry. I kind of had my eyes shut. Relax. This is going to be a nice, gentle climb. We're here to enjoy the views and not set speed records. Well, it is very pretty. And once you pass through the true line, you can see for miles. I wanted to get a good, clear day for you. It wouldn't be much fun in the cloud bank. Oh, the transition from tarmac to gravel is a little unnerving. It's fine. You just drive with a little more caution and keep the speed down. Well, this is pretty spectacular. I told you. We're getting close on this drive to the summit. We'll gather Dominic's thoughts there. So, Dominic, your thoughts? Well, Rob, it sticks in my craw a little bit, but you are not wrong there. The views up here are amazing, but I am very glad you've had me bring an extra layer today. Yeah, the wind isn't too strong today, but it is bracing. It's also really fascinating watching clouds scudding along the lower position. It can feel a little disorientating. I actually suffer more vertigo in tall buildings than I do while flying. Interesting. You're definitely not alone in that one. There's probably some dreadfully long Latin name for it. And you said while we were outside of the car that the weather station here is staffed all year round? Yes, there's some crazy videos of the weather conditions up here. Well, I must admit, this is pretty ideal today. I got to see a steam train of the Cog Railway if we crossed towards the Summit House. And some souvenirs? Oh, of course. I'm not sure what your folks will make of their car with a bumper sticker proclaiming it climbed Mount Washington. Uh, I was kind of thinking I'd put it on my luggage. That uh, may be a better plan. Could we walk around the summit some more? I don't know when I might get a chance to be back here. It's quite a lot to take in, though. More than I imagined it would be. Sure. Um, we won't be able to record outside. We tried earlier and the wind washed both our voices away. Some would say that's not a bad thing. But anyway, back with the descent of the mountain. Hot And this is the part where we descend the mountain. Rob is carefully bringing us down the mountain, even slower than he normally drives, and that's by some standard. Hey now, you have to be cautious. There are other vehicles in both directions. Have to keep things steady so as not to ride the brakes. Nor can I use a very low gear as <laughs> the revs will bring in the turbo. Well, that would be very counterproductive. Very. We aren't doing bad, though. It is just a long descent. You focus on the view. All right. I'll describe some of the things that I can see from here, then. Well, the first thing I would note is uh, the road snakes around the mountain without a guardrail. There are some lumps of rock by the side of the road, but I don't think they would impede much. Uh, that said, on the descent, you kind of truly get to appreciate the majesty of this road and just how perilous this feels. Along this upper stretch of road, you can see the other presidential peaks. How many presidents got their names on them? Uh, from here, you can see three more. We started back down from close to the summit of Mount Washington at about 6,200 feet. And the three peaks that you can see to our left, north if you're looking on a map at home, are Mount Jefferson, 
that rises to about 5,712 feet. And some cloud just obscuring its peak for a moment is Mount Adams. That's a hair taller at 5,793 feet. And lastly, you can see Mount Madison, and that rises 5,367 feet. Here's a question then. What is the elevation of the valley floor above sea level? Uh, that's about 1,000 feet. Oh, so technically we only ascended about 5,300 feet then. Only? Did you want to hike it? Nope. Didn't think so. Oh no, it's the gravel section again. I really do not like this effing corner. Turn off the recorder, the noise from the stones will make this unlistenable. We're back on tarmac again. The view of that valley with the sun streaming up it and the occasional shadows from the clouds passing overhead. It's pretty something. I told you it was special. We have also dipped below the level of Middle Carter Mountain opposite. Big Al, Middle Norm, Average Size Trevor Chaplin, and Middle Mr. Carter Mountain. Well, that all makes sense. You just made a Biderbeck reference. Is it a good reference? It's the best there is. Thank God, otherwise I'd be crying all day. Indeed you would. Ten hours ahead. Stop to call your brakes, Rob. Good idea. We'll do that. This is the last stop before we disappear into the trees again. What's the heart of the tree line? About 3,800 feet. The bottom stretch is still very pretty, but it doesn't grab my breath the way the views did. Uh, hey, could you check and see if there's any more tea in the flask? Oh yeah, sure. I think that's enough for both of us to have a good splash. It's tea, not brandy. Still a good splash. And a couple of gypsy cream biscuits too. That sounds most agreeable. Here is the turn. Well, this is a pretty amazing place to stop and take in the view, I think. I agree. Another place where we can rest and be thankful. I can smell the brakes from some of the other vehicles. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Fortunately, it's not from mine. I've been nursing them on the descent. Tea and a biscuit, Captain. Ooh, lovely number one. Yeah, I think uh, we can stop the tape here and uh, we can record some more with dinner this evening. No argument from me. All right, well, please rejoin us for uh, dinner in a few of your moments. Hopscotch! The Hopscotch podcast is sponsored by Burt's Bitter Beers. Burt's Bitter Beers is located close to Exit 9 South off I-93 in Manchester, New Hampshire. We have a large selection of international, national, and local beers, ciders, and meads. Cans and bottles are individually priced, so you can select your own beer tour. Tell us how you heard about Burt's Better Beers on Hopscotch. I expect you'll get a smile that is never very far away. Burt's can be called at 603-413-5992. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Burt's Better Beers, or on Twitter at twitter.com slash Burt's Better Beer. The opening hours are... Tuesday to Friday, 10 to 8. Monday and Saturday, 10 to 7. Sundays, 11 to 3. Burt's Better Beers. Stimulating the economy, one beer at a time. 
Are we recording again? You betcha. Found a blank tape and we are rolling. Well done. So uh, we're back at the house I rented from Christina for the weekend. Uh, I don't have the option of using an outside charcoal grill for the burgers. However, I did find that we have a lovely cast iron skillet. This is a really nice one. Okay then, Chef, what's the plan? Well, I'm going to divide this pound of Black Angus into four quarter pounders. Uh, let's see, two each will be seasoned with Hillary's princess dust. And then all four of them, I'm going to top with the blue cheese and Hillary's hot pepper jelly. Alrighty, I'll just go and get it from the fridge then. Thank you. And I'm going to prep the four burgers like so. Quick division half to start is easy. Yep, I'm not going to worry about making each exact. Now divide one half into quarters and press the other out flat. Yeah, could you give that a good dusting? Yeah, no worries. Is that good enough for you? Yes, and I'm going to work that back in like so. Yeah, just give it another dusting. There you go. Great. Now I finish working that in, divide that in two. Uh, could you turn up the heat under the pan? About there? Yeah, that'll do me. Just need to wash my hands. Here you go. Here's a towel. Thank you. Now they're not too hot. I want to cook them, not smoke the kitchen. While you do that, I'll just lay these buns out on the plates. Cheese, hot pepper jelly. I hadn't planned on the frying noises when I was planning the recording, so we lost some of that section. Uh, apologies for anyone interested in that specifically. But we are now seated comfortably in this little screen porch with a cracking view of the hillsides in the sinking sunlight. Nice, yeah, it's beautiful. This morning at the top of the world, and now. Still feeling top of the world, Captain. Glad to hear it. Beer? Well, I've been waiting patiently for this. Is this the... This is the Litherman's Little Miss Strange. Aha. Burger and a beer. Just like in Bergen, then. Yep. Like Gareth used the combination of red onion marmalade with the IPA to cut through the fats of the meat and establish the poetry of flavour. Rob, you realise you can cut back on the flowery language. It's fun to develop the muse. Well, then I hope people listen to this. Otherwise, it will be a museum. <laughs> get, get it, museum. <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> and you think I write bad jokes. Okay, the first burger I did is this one. The regular Angus beef. Um, Stilton substituted for with blue cheese and pepper princess hot pepper jelly. That is lavish with flavour. That is a good starter for ten for a burger. And? A blue cheese I am very familiar with because it tastes like some Stilton's from home. That hot pepper jelly though. It's a little bit sweet. And that carries the cheese and mm, just a bit of heat in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, I don't normally go for the very hot stuff. Unfortunately, this isn't actually that hot. Yeah, I know that Hillary has got hotter. Oh, I'm sure too. But this is just right for me. Yeah, I'll finish that and I'll pour the little Miss Strange. I think you're going to want it with the next one. Hotter? I didn't think so much. But it all adds flavour, and the beer is complementary to that. Hmm, 
That looks good in the glass. Solid colour? Solid? Sorry, I don't mean opaque. I mean that you expect what is in here to have a flavour. Okay, that makes sense. And then the nose develops quite quickly. Yeah, um, I had had them in the cool box. I, I didn't refrigerate them. You see, that's what I appreciate about you. That's what you appreciate about me? Well, one of the things, at least. That's fair. To be fair to the beer, I do like it that it develops. It, it's quite rich on the nose. Anything grab your attention on the air? I get quite a lot of fruit notes. Good, go on. Well, I mean, I can't really pull out any individual ones. It's just, for me, it smells like kind of several fruits together. Yeah, I, I get the the same blending. You know, along with the citrus, there's a bit of apricot in there. Yeah, and it isn't made easy, but it's very enjoyable. Enough talking of the nose. Oh. You rated this as one of your personal favourites, didn't you? I do indeed. Yeah. I understand why. So much of that good mixed fruit feel. There is body, but I don't need to chew. And then afterwards, a moment of pine, and then the citrus just comes through. I like the way that that feels, the richness up front, and then the cleansing of the palate. It just doesn't get old quickly. I enjoy each part of the pint. This is from pretty close to you, isn't it? Yeah, the brewery is about 15 minutes away. When they're making it, Litherman's rotates their beers. That keeps everything fresh and interesting. Well, I'm going to have my other burger with this, then. Not going to stop you at all. This is the one with the princess dust mixed in. Ooh, burger specs on a slightly darker hue. Ooh, that flavour. Yeah, there's some herbs and spices in the mix. In my own cooking, I've tended to be either or. Either or what? Either herbs or spices, but not blending the two together. Um, this opens culinary opportunities to experiment. Yep, I think you got the proportion in the meat right there. Spices cooperate with the hot pepper jelly. The herbs complement the meat. And the blue cheese? Sorry, hold on. I need a drink. Yes, sorry? The blue cheese. Well, it runs between the two. I mean, it has a strong flavour, but here it's kind of balanced in. The smoothness of the cheese pulls it together. I must say, pairing it with a little bit strange. Yes. In San Diego, you got us lucky with what you found. This pairing is your own devising. And you know what? I approve. You got any more beers in there? There are a few more. I'd point out that this is just over 8%, and we can't be up too late tomorrow morning. Gosh, the sunset is spectacular here, isn't it? It is indeed. You know, I like the mouthfeel too. It's almost playful with the carbonation. That's a good way of putting it. And you get this in your home state? Yes, I do. New Hampshire. I do love it here. Tell me, Leatherman's has several other beers to try. Oh, indeed, yes. Uh, we've also got some Misguided Angel, Jeffrey Wears Birkenstocks, and Bow Wow Yippee Yo IPA. Oh, I see. In that I don't. 
It means you'll have to come back. Now then, I think we can hazard one more reach before the night really falls. Oh, I can drink to that. Cheers. Good morning, Dominic. Is Rob still inside? Oh, hey, Christina. Yeah, Rob's inside. I think he's just doing a last check and sweep. Thanks. See you in a minute. Oh, hey, Christina. I was going to call you in a couple of minutes. I saw Dominic loading the car, so I just stopped by before going on to the store. I appreciate you doing so. I think we got everything. Nothing seems to be here that shouldn't be. By the way, dude, good job not tracking your boots through. Yeah, it really uh, didn't need much. It was beautiful here. Oh, I love the funky decor. Christina, it put your kind of core in decor. Sorry to intrude too, but time, Rob? Yes, thank you, Dominic. Uh, Christina, we do need to be heading off. Um, you have the completed payment for our stay? Indeed I do. Oh, then I think we should wrap up this episode. Good thought. Uh, Christina, would you be willing? Willing? No, to read the end credits. Oh, right. Why not? Robert and Dominic, actually, we all, hope that you have enjoyed this episode and the others in the series. You can find out more information about Hopscotch Podcast at these locations. Visit us at hopscotchpodcast.com, on soundcloud.com at soundcloud.com forward slash hopscotchpodcast, or on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or via your favorite podcast app as Hopscotch Podcast. And finally, the Twitter account, Hopscotch Podcast. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Hopscotch! How soon are we... How soon are we... How soon are we? Tsunami? Tsunami. Big wave. Hello, big wave. <laughs> um, again, that joke only works if you can see us. Um, right. You know, I also like the mouthfeel on this. It's playful with the carbonation. That was my line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, I like the mouthfeel too. So almost playful in the carbonation. Aww.